Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, but not GM today, Alex Newell. And with me today I have... James Ross. 
Bryn Monroe. Lydia Nicholas. Yeah, we traded Bannon and we got an Ed. Yes. We upgraded. He's like so, Ben, but taller and prettier. I feel like but I feel like Ben's just gonna quit. Less, like, that is so true. He does have a chocolatey voice. What he's gained in the appeal to one sense, he's definitely lost in the other. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're delivering through only one medium. Yeah. And it's the wrong one for you. Whoa! <laughs> your beauty and attractiveness will not help you now. I'm going to hack your website and cover it in pictures of my gorgeous face. <laughs> I, I bring you an alpha male and this is how you greet him. <laughs> <laughs> Beaterized. So, tell us a bit about yourself, Ed. Uh, hello. Uh, my name is Ed. I'm a comedian and I travel the world doing comedy songs. And you're here today because you have in development currently a little app called... Story Jam. Tell us a bit about it. It's a storytelling role-playing app game. Uh, it's a game where you play by passing an app and you narrate scenes which make a story because the app tells you what to narrate and the things it tells you make a story. So you make the story but the app helps you make the story. So basically it's a way of having a almost like a GM-less RPG. Yeah, it's GM-less RPG and it's super fast playing. Wicked. So what we thought we'd do today is we'd have a game of it and have a test and play and see how it plays out. And I get to play. I, I don't have to, I don't have to oh, GM. Face. I'm so happy. So I'm so happy. So without further ado, I am going to pass over to you, Ed Croft, and you are going to lead us on a merry chase with this app. Great. So uh, soon we'll be passing the app, but I'll start by reading out a bit of story and I'll read out some tutorials as we go as well so everyone knows what they're doing because no one's played this before. Well, I mean, lots of people have, but not you guys. Yes. Uh, so here is the background of our story. Ooh. Yeah. Can you insert some? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Here we go. I think he thinks we're higher budget than we are. <laughs> yeah. This is a post-apocalyptic thing loosely inspired by Mad Max, very heavily inspired by Mad Max. <laughs> Hubtown is the only functioning settlement in the wasteland. It's resource-rich and the population grows daily. Everybody wants to be in charge. Hubtown sits like a pimple in the desert, a shanty town of corrugated iron under a pillar of black smoke. The gates of Hubtown stand open to a constant stream of trucks and bikes, scavengers, travellers, fugitives. Survivors gather there like cockroaches, rebuilding civilization one stick at a time. Hubtown is going to be big, and this is the time to take the power. Wowzers! Skin. So there's an implication there that... Uh, that civilization's yeah. made of sticks. Yeah, yeah. Civilization's made of sticks. Yeah. Um, it's our currency and our food! <laughs> do, do we know why Hubtown is where it is and why it is? Like, is there a central reason why it's there? Is it on an illegal I, I feel like, like that 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 you're jumping the gun. Oh, uh, right, okay. Essentially, all this stuff is for you to decide and say, state whenever you want to. Right. The story's yours. Ah, I, freedom! I don't know what to do with it! I have a great oh, enthusiasm. Alex, tell us what's real! No, I, I, I run a very tight real? ship here. You see, all, all control is in my Who hands. Am this is, is going to scare them. What do I roll? <laughs> Where a breakdown. am I? <laughs> Why? So am we've got I? our opening brief. What happens next? So I've got a tutorial screen that's come up next, so I'll just read this out aloud. Story Jam is a storytelling game. We play by passing this app. Our only goal is to bedazzle each other with our storytelling. The app guides us through the story and offers us cool ideas to build on and shows us shiny pictures. To get started, we'll answer three questions about the story world. So, question one. What bizarre law is the current leader of Hubtown now enforcing? Mm. 
Like, I mean, you want it to be something that actually matters rather than everyone has to wear hats on Thursdays only. Why? Everyone gets recycled when they hit a certain age. Oh, it's not bizarre, though. Everyone has to be clean-shaven on their entire body <laughs> at all times. Mm? Yeah. Lovely. Like that. Very Mad Max. That's good. Should we go with that one? It's a group choice. Yeah. I'm, I'm running short. Rats are holy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Rats I are holy like rats. is cool. Yeah, rats. Rats are holy. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm running dry. I've got no, I've got nothing it's better. Got to be, but it's got to be a, a bizarre one, is it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, those are all pretty bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Has if got, any of those were a law. Yeah. Everyone has to shave right. below the eyebrows. I, I can't believe I'm saying this no, for no, the first time. Why don't we it's open this up body. to democracy? This is a dangerous game I'm playing, but we could actually just. <laughs> democracy vote. is weak and decadent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I want, I'm going to vote for rats and holy. Um, like, holy rats? So what what, what are our two choices? Rats and shaving. Yeah, I think it's rats and shaving. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to vote shaving. I'm, I'm stuck, but I'm going to go with rats just so I've put my penny in. James? Uh, rats, I think. Then my moat doesn't matter! <laughs> yeah, welcome to democracy. democracy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, rats are holy. That's the first... Question answered. Question two. What unusual device is issued to everybody who becomes a citizen of Hubtown? Is it Geiger counter. A, a rat? That was, that was going to be my go-to Geiger counter. A rat. Geiger rat. An egg. <laughs> an egg. And you've got to look after it. Yeah. Oh. You're given an egg. And then, <laughs> From and an then, unknown creature. Oh, yeah. oh, a seedling. And then you've got to train it to fight. But you, yeah, it could be all sorts of different Post-apocalyptic so Some people get like a salmon. And some people get a velociraptor. I mean, this is too cool to not use, it, right? It's got, to be, it's got to be an egg that you have to nurture and hatch. But if your egg cracks before it's born... Death penalty. Death wow! Penalty. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, that also answers the question of what bizarre law, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rats are also holy, though. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them will be rat eggs. <laughs> Why would you you rat, rat eggs? eggs. Yeah. <laughs> really strong radiation. <laughs> we all lay, all animals lay eggs now. Right. So when your thing hatches, you've got no idea what it is. Uh, I think there should be skeleton. slightly different sizes so you can start to guess, but you're Oh, that's nice. So some people have an elephant egg, you know, rolling it down the street. <laughs> I think it's a deer. <laughs> okay, and uh, question three. What abundant resource makes Hubtown so settled? Eggs. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of walked into this thinking maybe we'll go for something that's like hard SF, like it will be gritty. But no, eggs, that's holy. Again, democracy, your yeah. benevolent dictatorship will have to, Well, you could just take over during your storytelling part. Uh, hot vents. Which create perfect oh, egg hatching. Oh, like, like, ge- like geothermal vents. Geothermal- they come from underground. Oh, I, I, I presume they were like metal vents from an underground facility. <laughs> oh, I, know, I, meant natural, I meant natural ones. Oh, but, so you're very, very the time ones. machine. Yeah, could they, could they be like metal vents? And yeah. so there's something underground. They don't even know it. They don't question why there are hot air vents. They're just <laughs> well, lovely okay, hot so air Some vents. of them are natural and some of them are grated. And we're so used to them that we don't really think of the ones with grates as, as being unnatural. No, yeah. It's like the, the naturally occurring grating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The great advent of, of the well, uh, it's like uh, after the fall of Rome, like there, um, you know, it was thought inconceivable that such buildings yeah. could be built by the people who followed them. So they must be natural yeah. formations. Enter Vast. the yeah. Oh, you beat me to it. That was the <laughs> one bit of old English I can remember. Enter the Gewurken. Um, and people Weird frequently build their the houses rats. on top of them because it means they stay warm yeah. overnight when yeah. the desert temperatures drop. To a significant yeah, degree. Nice. Okay. Nice. But it means Great. you have to spend the day outside because you don't want to sleep in your hot house when yeah. it's being heated both. 
from beneath and from outside. Yeah. And the best houses have sort of clever tunnelling of light, so Obviously. the hot air is sort of piped yeah. around. Again, I feel like we're jumping the gun, but this is awesome, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> are these steam vents, or are they just warm air? Just yes. Just warm air. Some can be steam. Some, Some occasionally release small amounts of steam. Ace. And one final question. What is the tone of your story? It might be bright, <laughs> or gritty, or fast-paced, or made out of rainbows and puppies. Incredibly hard, Simon. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I'm a fan of always going fairly serious, because it means any silly things you have, like this, for you example... You treat them seriously. Yeah. It could be like labyrinth-style 80s at the moment. You know how there's like these, mm. these fantastic elements that are silly yeah. could still exist in a real world? The people yeah. in the story are reacting emotionally, realistically to... The eggs yeah. and <laughs> the, the holy rats. rats. Yeah, the holy like, rats. to them it's real. And so it's our hard. style is naturalistic. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the kind of Pokemon thing. Well, that, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, that's quite a challenge. It's just like naturalistic Pokemon, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. a, a wild Pidgey appears. Oh, God, a wild animal. Thankfully, I've had a tetanus shot. I'm now going to leave and not capture this thing because that would be incredibly irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, naturalistic. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. With, okay. with fantastical elements. Okay. Super. So, new tutorial screen. We'll now pass the app and each choose a character. Tell everybody which character you picked, and if you really like, you could show them the awesome picture. Okay. I've got the first choice of characters. My choices here are Road Warrior, Trader, or Tech Shaman. Wowzers! Um, I'm kind of ha going to have to go with the Tech Shaman. Yeah, the right. why wouldn't you? Uh, so, I am the Tech Shaman, Alex. Oh, nice. The to you, Okay, sir. I'm choosing between Cult Leader... Ooh, tank Girl Battle Babe and Demolition Man. I think, I think I will go with Cult Leader because that's basically me now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly how it is. We all believe in you, Alex. <laughs> it's 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 the cult of sarcasm. It's doing amazingly well. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Schismatic. Next player, choose character. What are your choices? I could be the Wasteland Kid, the Mad Doctor, <laughs> or the Mutant. Ooh. Oh, oh but they're all really good ones for you, though. Yeah. They're all the description of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they more Mad Doctor and Mutant, really. It's tossed between those two. Um, the Mutant Doctor Wasteland Child that is James <laughs> We've really got Tech Shaman and Cult Leader, haven't we? I think Mutant would be the biggest contrast to those, so I'm going to be the Mutant. Mutant nice. it is. Okay, my options are the Psychic, the Scientist, and the radiation zombie. <laughs> I oh, that's tough. I'm not going to be a radiation zombie. I, I don't think that would be very exciting. Oh, that'd be a double act of the mutant and the zombie. Yeah. <laughs> Slamming um, into things repeatedly. Zombies, zombie and mutants. <laughs> yeah. Friends forever. They shake hands. One of them falls off. Channel yeah. four on Friday nights. A naturalistic adventure. <laughs> <laughs> They've all got its spectacular hair. I don't. This is hard. I'm going to be the scientist. The, the scientist. scientist. Nice. Going yeah. against type there because you're yeah. such an illogical man I by day. I play right. scientists a lot. My options like are gang boss, gun-toting priest, and mechanic. I quite like the idea of being a priest and I can the tie gun. in oh, with... Tech shaman, cult, cult leader, cult and a priest. Yeah. <laughs> we are... Class of the religion. That's <laughs> <laughs> a holy. Okay. <laughs> We've well, only to the current leader. I mean, oh, some of true. you may, of course, be part of that particular belief yeah. system. Some of you will have rival belief systems. That's yes. true. I... The belief system, it's the truth. Okay, well, that answers the question of whose religion that is. Uh, yeah. It's Alex's rat religion. I am going to be a gun-toting priest. 
We'll continue passing the app for the rest of the game, but from now on we'll be taking turns at description. A turn has two parts. First, you describe something about your character, and second, you get to choose something for the other players to describe together. So, my turn. The app says, describe to everybody what you look like and tell us your name. Uh, so, I am the tech shaman. I am a scrawny young man of about 18, uh, with skin that's glistened by the burning desert sun. Ooh. I always have an old calculator on a string around <laughs> my neck, uh, which is regarded as incredible technology in this world. And I carry a staff made of bits of old metal, uh, which has a laser pointer. On the end. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and I go around preaching the religion of the underground city. I've seen this underground city and I'm saying that there's a cavern of technological gods, but no one believes me. I'm a mentalist as far as they're concerned. Uh, and I'm going to use the name suggester because I only just coded it. So my name is Regina O'Connor. I'm a young woman, not a young man. I'm a young woman. Regina is my name. I'm the queen of the underground world, as I tell people from my ranting soapbox. <laughs> Uh, and so now it asks me, why do you trade regularly with the Hubtown traders? And I've got a choice of three things. Uh, I'm going to go with, I want to earn the traders' support for my leadership election. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. So I am the tech shaman. This is for you guys to answer. Why do I want to earn the traders' support for my leadership election? You've failed to convince people by shouting at them endlessly. <laughs> so you're, you're trying democracy. You want to, once you're the leader, you're going to convince everyone to go down and investigate the city. So you're founding a theocracy? Yeah, he wants, he wants to be elected leader. She wants to be elected leader so that she can then take a party of people down to explore the caverns. Ah, and build okay. a new civilization based on the underground. Uh, yes. Great. I love it. So that's, uh, that's me. It's up to you, okay. Alex. Describe to everybody what you look like and tell us your name. Okay, I'm going to go for the suggested name first. Ooh, okay. My name is Johnny Sacconi. Ooh. Johnny Sacconi is an incredibly withered old man. There's few strands of hair left streaked across his bald pate. He's, he's vile. Most of his teeth are gone. His nails are blackened. But he insists on dressing in a full three-piece at all times, <laughs> despite the desert sun. Oh, oh, brilliant. And it stinks. He stinks of the B.O. <laughs> but he's, he insists upon it because he's, he's adamant that only through returning and maintaining the old standards will the new standards be born! <laughs> And he's, he's got a powerful voice, it's like a withered frame, and both of his hands are arched in a, in a creeping fashion. And he shuffles everywhere with his Zimmer frame. Like a rat. Maybe! <laughs> okay, why am I passing through Hubtown? I am going to select that I want to find a good place to scavenge technology. Okay, I have to ask the group. I am the cult leader. Why do I want to find a good place to scavenge technology? Do you want to find maybe like proof of the rat religion in some way, shape or form? You tell me. You want to enhance rats. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, enhance the rat. Okay. Yeah. You know so, you're, so you're basically a semi-heretic. Like you believe that they're holy, but you believe that they should be enhanced. Ooh, okay. <laughs> you can be, you, yeah, you believe that rat, rats are the future, but can be can be uh, made better to improve That's them. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> rats are the future, and I just want I want to pick and choose what I take from the old world. 
Yeah. Whereas, like, so the the boss who has this bizarre rat holy law, like, he doesn't believe the rats should be fiddled with. He believes they're beautiful nice. and holy. Exactly the only problem with the old law is because it was humans in charge. Change <laughs> that, and the rest will fall into place. Yeah. So you are like a, a an alternative to the leader of Hubtown's religion. He's got this rat religion, and you're like a crazy underground rat religion. He's the Martin Luther. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a progressive. I, I don't know. Am I a progressive or am I a rat extremist? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Martin. Martin Luther was yeah. sort of both. I think I have a license to just be mental. <laughs> Great. Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> Pass to Mutant, begin turn. Describe uh, to everybody what you look like and tell us your name. Okay, my name is going to be Nut McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nut McKenna. Uh, Nut McKenna. Um, so I am, am a mutant in the traditional hard SF sense, in the sense that I've just got lots of impaired function. Uh, that's me. I am riddled, and I do mean riddled, with largely benign tumours. Uh, they are sprouting from everywhere on my face, up my arms, many of them have teeth protruding from them. Oh. I am markedly more disgusting on my left side than my right side. When when I'm starting conversations with people, I make sure that I give them one particular hemisphere of my face and earn their trust before slightly turning <laughs> So around. you let them just see your good side? Yep. <laughs> the left <laughs> side, the, for my notes, the left side is gross. The left side is the one that it is, the, where it is harder to conceal my obvious Tremendous, bulbous, <laughs> oozing Quivering. physical impairments with their own teeth, and Do they um, sometimes chew. They are uh, they well to some extent because um, there is um, uh, I, I attempted to eat my twin in utero. I only got. <laughs> Halfway through oh. the job, so I have uh, a single eye, um, a, a weird stubby snout nose, and like this taut sneer. Get to the reactor, Quaid. Just protruding from one side of my neck. He is not a resistance leader. <laughs> it has no capability. It has no independent vocal cords. It's only capable of looking at people with terror and disgust. <laughs> can, can you be the son of the town's leader? Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's the only reason why it's such an abomination <laughs> to survive this long is because I, in, in the olden days, um, rich parents would buy their son a pony or an internship into a major merchant bank. I have been allowed to live. <laughs> times that are hard. Me. Times are hard. So that, that you is live in me. the best vent house in the city. Yep. I wear um, just horribly, like as much clothing as possible at any given time. <laughs> and uh, I have a, a long necklace full of uh, teeth, many of which my own, <laughs> uh, all jagged, dishevelled, all sorts of different shapes, sizes, holes. Some of the teeth have holes in them about the size of human eye. They are really deeply... I told you, don't give them freedom. They can't handle it. Uh, I can't handle it. Yeah, that's it. But I have a lovely speaking voice. So... Let me hear a bit, just a bit. Like what? Let me hear your speaking voice. This is my lovely speaking voice. <laughs> Probably sort of mid-Atlantic twang. Um, yep, this is, this is what I'm shooting for. This is... Uh, welcome to the Starlight Ballroom, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, fly me to the moon and let me play among the stars. You do all Pop the backstage announcements. Yeah. Again? All the backstage Stage announcement. Nothing announcements. from on stage. Nothing. Suddenly, all those lottery adverts, you know, it could be you. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's that. Yep. It's that in all. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I love how everyone's got these like old American names. It's sounding very Fallout to me. Yeah, totally. Mm. 
Why have you settled down in Hubtown? Um, You've um, been allowed okay. to. So why, why have you settled down in Hubtown? I, I, obviously, I was born into it, but the one of these three here, which most fits, I think, with what has been discovered so far, is I want to kill people without being caught. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that fits tremendously well. Yeah, ask the group. I am the mutant. Why do I want to kill people without being caught? <laughs> to take their parts to use for improving your own body. Yep. <laughs> That's entirely why. Yeah, you got bits sewn onto you. Yeah. Yeah, you don't replace broken with better. You just add stuff. Yeah. Oh, got like a lot of extra feet. <laughs> this is a very very dark apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> the apocalypse is not going to be light and fluffy. Like, this is more authentic. Mine. Great. Uh, right. Um, I am the scientist. Uh, my name is Flash. Blaze. Uh. Flash Blaze. Flash may or may not be a nickname. I'm constantly doing uh, experiments in my large shed, which cause flashes and bangs and smoke pouring out. And the occasional blaze. And it, once or I twice. It may or may not be a nickname. Let's say it's not a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Just a coincidence. Limited <laughs> um, determinism. I, I'm tall and bulky. Uh, I have very wild hair and eyes that appear to move independently <laughs> half the time. I am, I've always got a big headpiece fixed on which has multiple like eye kind of lenses which I kind of flip down and it's all, but it's also got two fans on either side <laughs> over my face to keep me constantly cool because I believe in technology solving our problems <laughs> I I always wear a lab coat it's never the same lab coat it's got always got rips and stains and burn marks in different places every day under that I wear dirty t-shirts and you know kind of nondescript trousers <laughs> what, was, what was trousers like, <laughs> officer? Oh, <laughs> they were just so nondescript. Oh, that'll help. That'll help. Oh, they were no. <laughs> so the story, the story. <laughs> Sorry, it was a moment. <laughs> oh. Sorry, tell us how soulful his eyes are. Yeah. <laughs> the story prompt I've been given is why are you travelling in disguise? <laughs> um, uh, my options are all amazing. I want to hide the fact that I'm a woman is quite tempting. Uh, I want to assassinate the leader of Hubtown actually seems a bit too obvious to me. Um, so I'm definitely going with the first option, which is I want to avoid bounty hunters identifying me. Ooh. Oh, nice. Uh, I am the scientist. Why do I want to avoid bounty hunters identifying me? That's sort of a question that answers itself. <laughs> bounty hunters knowing who I am would be bad. Who can say why? Because he's he was... <gasps> no, 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 no. He's carrying the one surviving bounty. <laughs> the coconut bar. That's what he's got. <laughs> Nobody can have it. It's his. It's his. It's the only one there is. The leader of Hubtown in his lunacy collects pre-war chocolate bars <laughs> and it's the only one he's not got so there's a massive price on, yeah. a, on a Nestle bounty. Is, is, is this drifting slightly too far into the realm of the ridiculous? That we were no, no, this is completely before. naturalistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be naturalistically acted and portrayed. Yeah. Why do you have this bounty though and why wouldn't mm. you give it up? Is it, is it, was it a gift from your dying father? You've rediscovered how to make bounties. Fresh ones, new ones, better ones. It's your guys' decision. I, what, if, what if bounties contain a load of preservatives and yeah. e-numbers that if you could figure out how to duplicate would oh, make like, food like, much more sustainable in the like world? Like reverse engineer the bounty. Yeah, reverse, reverse engineer, engineer the e-numbers. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's an actual bounty. That's actually a good answer. I like that. So you are you're doing experiments on the bounty, uh, which is the last known surviving bounty bar uh, (laughs) for the E numbers, which will be incredibly useful. Yeah. Preservatives and flavorings. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, so we're we're not just scraping by. We're making a good go of of sort of post-apocalyptic civilization. We've got a mm. chemical industry yeah. going. It's true. No, you've got me. <laughs> I am the chemical industry. <laughs> it's talk like that that got you in the bounty in the first place. <laughs> right, so I'm the gun priest. Right, so my name is Locke Coyle. Ooh, Ooh, cool. Yeah, how do I look? So, God, like, everyone has been so good. I have a lot of description anxiety going on. <laughs> Are you a boy priest or a girl priest? I am a lady priest. Okay. Lady priest. Uh, and I have shaven, not... Nicely shaven, but like hacked hair, like nice. sticking up in sort of with like little patches of it. Um, it's sort of almost deliberately horrible. I travel the wasteland uh, with my friendly gun, um, which talks to me. What's it called? Yeah. I, the problem I can only think of cutesy things. Do it, Snappy. Its <laughs> <laughs> name is Snappy. Unless you got a better. No, that's great. Snappy the gun who talks to me and tells me where to go. Uh, I believe firmly in uh, a religion of purification and of destruction of the corrupt, and thus it ties into my priestliness to to preach cleanliness by collecting bounties uh, and hunting down horrible people. Well, anyway, I try to rid the world of crime. I decide what crime is, which really means the gun decides what crime is. The gun whispers to me constantly. The crime is that the bullet's not in them yet. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I have, like, I've got all of the leather belts. Like, I'm a Final Fantasy character. (laughs) Like, my clothing is basically leather belts. Uh, There are other guns strapped to the belts. They're basically all holsters. I'm just covered in guns. Uh, Snappy is my favourite, who talks to me. What kind Uh, of gun is Snappy? uh, Snappy is a shotgun. Massive shotgun. And so it's all studded leather. And, you know, so it's the sort of thing that if it was a little bit underdone, like, it could be quite erotic, but there's just so many belts. It's really <laughs> There's no skin. <laughs> there's no skin. It might be the odd, like, flash, but it's really not... And it's like, always knuckle. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm covered in leather belt. They don't impinge on my movement, but I am just covered... Oh, no, they're not covered in guns. It's all bullets. I'm just covered in bullets and other guns, and I clank when I walk <laughs> so much. Why have you brought a robot to Hubtown? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to find out what's on the robot's locked data drive. This is part of my mm. quest for um, for purity. Like, I hate this robot. Uh, it was is a criminal part of my criminal kind of hunting down thing. Is I've got to find this robot and then its like, previous owner. Yeah, and its previous owner. <laughs> yes, I'm Help. trying to hunt down its previous owner. Yes, you're. Goodness. Help me, Regina O'Connor. You're our only hope. <laughs> Well, so, I, no, actually, I think the scientist is a better bet. <laughs> I will just go. Wibbly, wibbly, wibbly. Is the robot a uh, talkie robot? Is it able to talk? Yeah, it is a whiny. Basically, I seem to have turned myself into a gang because Snappy talks to me, <laughs> and the robot does not want to want to tell. Oh right, I am the gun-toting priest. Why do I want to find out what's on the robot's locked data drive? The data drive obviously has the key to the owner's identity on it. Right. So yeah. that's that's how yeah. it ties into what you were just saying. Cool. Yeah, we'll take a break, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello? Hello? Oh, I said that. And I'm, I'm talking to this? This? Right. Good. That is odd. Mm, uh, yes. And you, uh, bring me a, a whiskey uh, with a rum in it. Uh, uh, yes, so, um, good evening, peasants. I am Sir Bertrand McGuffingham. Now, I've been told the tales of my feats of heroism, adventure, and utterly selfless daring do were spreading far and wide, arcing across the sky like lightning, rending the heavens in twain with their magnitude and ploughing into people's ears like a plough made of me being splendid. Now, the important thing is that I'm excellent, and everyone should know just how excellent I am. 
So in order to set yet more ears a-quiver in anticipation of my every exploit, I would like you, specifically you, to tell your friends about how utterly super I am. Now, according to the technical busybods of Rusty Quill, and trust me, their bods are very busy, if you tell a friend about us and they subscribe to my tales of chivalric daring, then when they send us an email to mail at rustyquill.com with their name and the person who recommended it, they will have an episode dedicated to them. Now, I've no idea what that means, but it sounds jolly lovely. Anyway, once you've done all of that, all you need to do is pop the cash in non-consecutive bills into an envelope and send it along... What? 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 What do you mean they don't have to pay? Oh, I have literally never... Don't! You test me, sir! Fine, fine, fine. Well, recommend us to your friends and don't pay us and you still get your own episode. Now... If it excuse me, I have to have a serious chat with the underlings about the actual meaning of the word mercenary. And welcome back. So, round two. Uh, it's my turn, round two. So, the screen tells me, describe something that you do every day because you want to earn the trainer's support for your leadership election. So every day Regina goes and preaches on her soapbox and then she goes around the traders and she trades with them the things she's found in the underground, which to her are like great treasures, but to everyone else are useless because a lot of them <laughs> have burnt out batteries or don't really work. Um, well, so the screen's cracked, so she's got to get a new one, obviously. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, so... Uh, Regina goes around the market stall in the middle of town, trading these things for a pittance of what their value would be if there was someone, cough, scientist, cough, who could make them work again. Uh, and by doing that, she's built up a strong relationship with all the traders, and a lot of them greet her warmly in the morning, despite the fact that, to the majority of people, she's seen as mental. She's quite liked. So it's got me, it's given me a choice here. It says, today is different. You're about to do something big. Am I going to trade with the slavers? Steal oil from an oil tanker or employ a hitman? <laughs> Whoa! I'm going to employ a hitman. <laughs> Why is the tech shaman about to employ a hitman? For the town leader to yeah. trigger a, an election <laughs> and finally make your bid for, for elected leadership of Hubtown. So, so that you can lead everyone works. into the, uh, the uh, underground city, yeah. You see, when, when there's a space at the top, you have an election. But obviously, once someone's elected, they're just... The ruler. Yeah. Dead man. Yeah. That's how democracy works. Well, it, it is how elective monarchy works, so it's not implausible. Yeah. So that's my turn. Over to you, cult leader. I will begin my turn. Describe something that you do every day because you want to find a good place to scavenge technology. Johnny heads out into excursions into the nearby apocalyptic wasteland. He takes an umbrella because it's a sunny kind of desert <laughs> and he heads out with his umbrella and he, he, he swings by the, the burnt out remnants of the domesticated suburban place that was once Hubtown and is now a desiccated wasteland surrounding it and he'll sort of pour his way through what's left, maybe take a pilot light here and slowly he's building a home. He's collecting all of these things to make a proper home. One with an oven and with a microwave facility occasionally. <laughs> and it also has a water bath and all the kind of mod cons. But he's doing it really piecemeal, one tiny little piece at a time. Today is different. I'm about to do something big. Steal a souped up weaponized car. <laughs> lead the desperate survivors. Repair and fly a gyropter. Gyrocopter? Yeah. Gyrocopter, even better. <laughs> <laughs> Why 
Is the cult leader about to lead the desperate survivors? Building his congregation, he's gathering his flock around him. He, yeah, he's discovered a small settlement outside town on one of nice. his excursions, and he's going to increase his own power and influence cool. by bringing them cool. into Hogtown. Yeah. They're people who've been uh, rejected, exiled by the rat religion. <laughs> and so he's telling them that they can still be embraced into the rat fold. They just have to take these small cybernetic modifications, like a pilot light for an ear. <laughs> I didn't think that one through. Also, we need to deal with the egg the situation. Egg. Have they been exiled from Hubtown because they broke their eggs? Exiled! Yeah, exiled. Yeah. No. Yeah. They're egg, ex- exiles. They're the ones oh, that broke their eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, that, that makes yeah. perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> a huge plot point based on a terrible part. <laughs> Sounds like another rusty quilt. This is how I know I'm with my own people. (laughs) (laughs) They even call themselves the Exiles. Yeah, yeah, the Exiles. Oh, so I'm I'm, I'm attempting to make myself leader of the Exiles. Nice. Wicked. Rats do not reproduce with eggs, you tell me. (laughs) It's a conspiracy! Okay, Pastor Mutant. So, Nut McKenna, describe something you do every day because you want to kill people without being (laughs) caught. Kill someone. <laughs> but also I... hide the weapon. Yes. Select knives. <laughs> every day I sharpen a knife. I get up, I sharpen a knife in the morning. I take one of the teeth from my extended necklace of terrifying teeth and I sharpen that. Sometimes I pick my nails. I'll go, I'll have those ones. Then I shove them through my hand because I have no nerves in my tuba. <laughs> tuba. <laughs> The Ed's face now. <laughs> the colour of Ed's face is the face that my pustule-ridden hand is ninety-five percent of the time, except one of my when one of my hand eyes is winking. <laughs> oh, disturbing! For the listeners at home, you don't want someone saying all that while staring into your eyes. Just a dead-eyed stare. Uh, from his palm. Do we feel that sharpening knives and teeth? Is... Yeah, sharpening. Yes. Yep. Today is different. You're about to do something big. Oh, lovely. Uh, avoid a sniper, provoke the giant ants, <laughs> or plant a bomb. Oh, I think you were like, we all know what you're going to pick there, Jim. Why is a mutant about to plant a bomb? <laughs> because yeah. he really wants to kill people. Because he wants to kill lots of people without being and caught. And that, pro- like, conveniently provides lots of body uh, separate body parts. Oh, yeah. Yep, it'll be... Jenga with flesh. <laughs> I love the idea that you're going to not get caught, but you will be in the devastation of the bomb. You'll be the guy going around picking up all the body parts, throwing them happily in a I bag. any criticism of our country's first responders is frankly unpatriotic at this time of Hubtown crisis. You're right, you're right. What a good guy. Oh, say can you see? And moving on. Uh, I'll be... Uh, um, yes, sorry, Matt McKenna will be attempting to plant the bomb in the... Uh, Marketplace, uh, because that is where the greatest concentration of people is, stroke R, stroke will be. The scientist. Describe from you every day because you want to avoid bounty hunters identifying you. I. (laughs) I dye my hair a new colour every day and pretend that it's an accident from one of my latest experiments. I was really hoping you'd just go, no, it's always like that. Every day! (laughs) And wear a different lab coat. And wear a different lab coat, yeah. (laughs) 
I forget that facial features are how most people identify everyone because I tend to work on clothing and colour. Well, it's not even that you're changing clothing. You're changing your lab coats. I mean, she's got many colours of lab coats. No, that trousers are so nondescript. They're not a risk. Today is different. You're about to do something big. Consult a crazy hermit. Get some black market cybernetic limbs. Eliminate a religious cult. <laughs> you can Whoa. try. I think this choice has been made for me. Which cult? Why though? is the scientist about to eliminate a religious cult? That's up to you guys. For you science. Know. Yeah. Um, is it the oh. exiles that you're trying to get rid of? Well, I think that they're trying to get his bounty, so the leader will let them back into Hubtown, yes. and they keep coming and breaking into his house and threatening him, so yep. he's just going to wipe them all it's out. It's sort of like. Uh, I am legend, like the book rather than the film. Uh, but it's a bounty bar. Rather so I'm, than I'm attempting. Child. I'm attempting to eliminate the exiles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. To stop them trying to steal my bounty. Right, <laughs> <so> <laughs> yep. Everyone's after them exiles. Right. So how are you trying to eliminate them again? Sorry, you're. Oh, I haven't said how. Oh, okay, cool. Don't worry, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> I'm just, just, just asking. I have you ways. Know. Uh, describe something that you do every day because you want to find out what's on a robot's locked data drive. I ask the robot questions. <laughs> I, I stage conversations between the robot and the gun and myself. <laughs> really, I let slap, Snappy lead the interrogation. The sense I'm getting here really is that you're playing the gun and the priest is like a minor character. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That is how the personality divide <laughs> happens. That The priest is just a conduit for the gun's whims. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's what that's what I do. Great. Uh, today is different. You're about to do something big. Am I going to burn the food stockpile, st steal a flamethrower, or join the biker gang? Hmm. None of those immediately tie in mm. to the rest of it. I don't know. So, uh, ste stealing oh. a flamethrower because it will uh, help you fire yeah, his purifying. I like, yeah, I like to purify things, and I'm really getting sick of this robot. Like, yeah. I'm thinking that because torture doesn't seem to work. I mean, it, I think that I'm having a sophisticated interrogation, <laughs> but really, it's a robot that can only say like yes, no, and would you like your ironing done? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a very simple household robot. I'm like, tell me the secret. Like it's on, there is a hard drive inside it, and this stuff is stored encrypted on it, but it can't tell me anything about it. It can't read that file format. This is so, what would have happened if Vader had got R2-D2, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so... What do you mean you're a dot wav? <laughs> I can only play MP3s! What do you want? <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like that. So I am stealing a flamethrower in order to do that, because it seems... Oh, but I, I feel like I'm betraying Snappy if I do that. I think you're safe. I think you are yeah, right. You I think it's Snappy yeah. who wants the flamethrower. <laughs> it's a, oh, it's, a, it's an attachment. Snappy. It's like an it's like yeah. a slot on under like nice. under the barrel. Yeah, Snappy is desperate to be, and I have to do what Snappy asks. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, you've answered the question then. Yeah. Why is the gun-toting priest about to steal a throne? Because Snappy wants it. <laughs> <laughs> Snappy wants to have his demands. Snappy demands. Snappy wants to be tricked out. Snappy wants a hot friend yeah. to be strapped underneath him. Pimp my gun. Oh, wowza. Okay. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you bring us nice things. We ruin them. <laughs> 
And aren't you doing a wonderful job of it? So, another tutorial screen. So far, we've been describing the characters, their world and their lives. Now we'll start narrating the story. When it's your turn to describe something, feel free to gesture, play characters, and even stand up and act things out. Why do I feel like that won't be a problem? <laughs> One final thing. In some games, the characters meet up and interact, while in others, each character has a separate storyline. It's your story. Don't worry about it. Uh, put a little little voice on the end of that. So, so I did that. I the tech showman's screen, yeah, the tech showman's first screen of this scene. Uh, describe the scene as you employ a hitman. So, coming out of the market one morning, her bag now empty, Regina walks into an old alleyway which leads down into the seedier part of Hubtown. And there's a saloon there. It's got proper saloon doors that <laughs> nice. are blowing in the wind. And she pushes her way inside and scours the room which is full of people sat drinking uh, bizarre moonshine and leaning on old pianos which don't work anymore. She steps over to the bar and stat at the bar is the town hitman. <laughs> you don't need many in a town this size. Also, you don't really need many professional oh, hitmen. The old one hitman town. That well known Well, there trope. were others, but he's really good at his job. <laughs> so, so she sits down next to the hitman and slides him a packet of money. The arrangement's already been done. He takes the money, everything she's made from her past year of selling technological knickknacks, he puts it in his pocket and he walks out of the room. He's heading up towards the palace. Oh, there's a palace. Oh, the palace in inverted commas. Yeah, they call it a palace. It's got one more story than any other building. It's a very Mad Max palace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's heading up towards the palace. Some of the walls are metal. I hear he has a door. <laughs> it's a very well protected palace. Most... It's a mind palace. <laughs> oh, nice. You lost us again. It's been mined oh. out of the rock. <laughs> yeah, okay, oh. I see. Yeah. Uh, so, and. Um, that's, that's where I'm going to leave the start of the scene, and I'm going to introduce another element now. So choose which of these will now feature in the scene. Bodyguards, mole people, or a minigun. Uh, I'm going to go with the mole people. <laughs> so you guys finish narrating the tech shaman scene, incorporating mole people. So do we pass, or does it just free pass? Uh, between you, you... Well, the, sh the shaman is the one who's been exploring under the ground, so he already mm. knows about the mole... She she already knows about the mole people has recruited them to her cause and the hitman knows he can't penetrate this tough security of the palace alone Ooh. so you've arranged for the mole people to provide a distraction nice. I want to high five you but I feel like it'll go in the microphones and break everyone's ears <laughs> so as, as, as the hitman is walking towards the palace from a couple of the uh, least used vents uh, a gang of mole people are emerge and are scrabbling towards the palace from the other side. Oh, and the mole people are desperately keen for this to go on because they really hate rats. Uh, they can't handle tons of rats and that is why the leader is saying that rats are holy because he wants the town to be overrun with rats because that's why he tries to... So as the mole people swarm towards the city walls, the first lookout cries out, MOLES! Moles! The cries taken up by other watchtowers, and soon they're mounting their guns and taking shots at the mole people, who bury their heads in the sand, but in a really effective way that lets them get closer, but without getting shot. They can they go into like, tunnels, right? Yeah, they yeah. dig in, and it's like you see that tunnel sort yeah, of thing yeah, yeah. going yeah. along the street. You I'm know wait, what I mean. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for them to start going, dog trio, dog trio, dog trio. Yeah. <laughs> I think rather than just keep it in the ground of possibility, maybe rather than just digging slightly yeah. under the earth, making a mound as they go, <laughs> Why not 
not saying they can go in the vents and like <laughs> emerge places and yeah. garrot people. Fine with your realism. <laughs> yeah. They're not, but they, remember they don't want to kill the majority of the towns, though, because yeah. they they yeah. want to combine their civilization with Hubtown. Yeah. They just want to take out the ruler and mm. his immediate family and his and bodyguards. Europe cult leader. Ooh, cult leader. Okay, begin to describe the scene as you lead the desperate survivors. So. In the blazing desert heat, yet still wearing a three-piece, not even holding his sun umbrella, the cult leader stands, not on a soapbox, no, 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 on an actual podium that he's gotten the uh, exi exiles to build <laughs> with little tattered sort of presidential-esque banners. He stands atop it and cries, of, cries out to them, Now! Now is our time! For too long our casseroles have been weak and flavourless! For too long we have been denied the succour of a good flambe, but no longer! This is our time! We shall claim Hubtown for ourselves! None of this egg nonsense! No, we shall embrace our rat brothers! Yes, we will take the old world, and we will take the ratty new world, and we will make a better world! Also, there will be cake! <laughs> hey. Hey. All, of the, all of the crowd are going crazy, and then, then all riled up, they start to march. Um, but not in, a, not in a big way, it's more like everyone's out in a park for a stroll. There's lots of valises and uh, people are wearing dresses and he's converted them to his way out in this barren, barren desert and is now leading this incredibly well-dressed for what they could muster group who are leading the most sort of sedate yet also enthusiastic coup in order to reclaim Hubtown. Okay. It's like zombies, like scattering, <laughs> walking zombies. to war, yeah. yeah. Choose when you were saying that, it made me think of the phrase, a very British coup, which yeah. sense it is. I feel like this isn't going to go well. Which of these now feature sunstroke, oh. mutant raiders, or giant scorpions? <laughs> I'm actually going to go with just sunstroke. <laughs> because <laughs> you have your parasol at home and you quite clearly, yeah. yeah. And also, everyone's wearing three-piece suits. Yes. <laughs> and, huge, and huge cotillion dresses. <laughs> Please incorporate sunstroke into so, my coup attempt. I'm getting the vapours, Sugar, as one one of the members of your crew gradually faints and then they drag down on the arm of the next one pulling <laughs> a tappet of frond from the next who gradually falls down pulling down the next and the next and the next until what what do you mean there's no more ice lemonade steady compression of bodies choke <laughs> those with the misfortune of being stuck at the bottom and oh. as the sun beats down on the desiccated flesh of your misguided followers. <laughs> to, the few, to the few who are beside you who still walk, you say, This is the price we must pay. This is a message sent by our god, the Cyber Rat. And he <laughs> demands that we press onwards. Only the truly faithful will continue with this fool's errand. <laughs> As you're walking along, the sunstroke is making you feel a bit dizzy and grumpy, and you just start having small arguments with the, the few remaining no, people. No, no, the flag will be green! I've told you it'll be green! Why are you always so aggressive? Why are you so aggressive? Just like, you know, taking everything wrong. Oh, I get it. Silent treatment now, is yeah. it? He's dead. Silent treatment, <laughs> I see! And I think we should probably end it there, and we will return in a part two. At the very least. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. 
To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill, or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Thanks for listening. James's expression in jazz hands rather than it's anytime someone says the word bedazzled yeah it's just his face just <laughs> oh my god I'm not saying that word again that's scary <laughs> I, I find it best to podcast with my eyes closed and a small white wall between me and everyone yeah, else. Yeah. so I don't have anything that you can't see behind this barrier it's just because I can't look at your face <laughs> the apocalypse is not going to be light and fluffy like, this is more authentic I don't know I've watched up <laughs> no, no, I meant Adventure Wally. Time. Wally. Wally. Yeah. Wally. Oh, yes. It really it up if you think of it as a person. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's what happens is he gets to a really high altitude, freezes for a very long time, and he comes down. That wasteland isn't a different country. He went back home. Oh. Times change. Yeah, nice. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today. I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.